0: deeper dive podcast catechism of the Catholic Church in a year today is day number 133 and we begin with number 997 what is rising in death the separation of the soul from the body the human body decays and the soul goes to meet God while awaiting this reunion with its glorified body God in his almighty power will definitively grant incorruptible life to our bodies by reuniting them with our souls through the power of jesus's resurrection who will rise all the dead will rise those who have done good to the resurrection of life and those who have done evil to the resurrection of judgment how christ is raised with his own body see my hands and my feet that it is i myself but he did not return to an earthly life so in him all of them will rise again with their own bodies which they now bear but christ We'll change our lowly body to be like his glorious body into a spiritual body but someone will ask how are the dead raised with what kind of body do they come you foolish man what you sow does not come to life unless it dies and what you sow is not the body which is to be but a bare kernel what is sown is perishable what is raised is imperishable the dead will be raised imperishable for this perishable nature must put on the imperishable, and this mortal nature must put on immortality. This how exceeds our imagination and understanding. It is accessible only to faith. Yet our participation in the Eucharist already gives us a foretaste of Christ's transfiguration of our bodies. Just as bread that comes from the earth, after God's blessing has been invoked upon it, is no longer ordinary bread, but Eucharist, are formed of two things, the one earthly and the other heavenly. So too our bodies, which partake of the Eucharist, are no longer corruptible, but possess the hope of resurrection. When? Definitively at the last day, at the end of the world. Indeed, the resurrection of the dead is closely associated with Christ's Perugia, For the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a cry of command, with the archangel's call, and with the sound of the trumpet of God, and the dead in Christ will rise first. Christ will raise us up on the last day, but it is also true that, in a certain way, we have already risen with Christ. For by virtue of the Holy Spirit, Christian life is already now on earth a participation in the death and resurrection of Christ. And you were buried with him in baptism, in which you were also raised with him through faith in the working of God, who raised him from the dead. If you have been raised with Christ, seek the things that are above where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. United with Christ by baptism, believers already truly participate in the heavenly life of the risen Christ, but this life remains hidden with Christ in God. The Father has already raised us up with him and made us sit with him in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Nourished with his body in the Eucharist, we already belong to the body of Christ. When we rise on the last day, also we will also will appear with him in glory. In expectation of that day, the, body, the believer's body and soul already participate in the dignity of belonging to Christ. This dignity entails the demand that he should treat with respect his own body, but also the body of every other person, especially the suffering. The body is meant for the Lord and the Lord for the body. And God raised the Lord and will also raise us up by his power. Do you not know that your bodies are members of Christ? You are not your own, so glorify God in your body. Father Jack.
1: Thanks, Bill. As we talk about death, which is such a happy topic, but we talk about how the resurrection will occur, right? And there, there's a certain certainty of, of that resurrection, and, but the question becomes how? What is what is the exact kind of mechanism, like you know, timing-wise? Well, that's something that's not really known. It's not known, you know, neither the day nor the hour Christ says of when Son of Man will return. But we do know that it'll be the last day. There is this finality to it. It's not meant to be kind of piecemeal. Everything else up in, in terms of revelation has kind of come a little bit piecemeal, a little bit progressive, right? It's, it's taken time to really understand and to see it um, with with the resurrection, though this is this is the finality. This is what uh, all creation tends towards. Is towards this perfection of of the body uh, that only comes as a free gift, right? This is kind of the ultimate grace. Like ultimate, not meaning necessarily the greatest, uh, but ultimate being the last of graces, the last of gifts that God gives out to reanimate the body, right? To re, um, soul the body that has been dead, um, to to raise up. On the last day, I think it's a beautiful thing to to have that connection that Saint Irenaeus makes in the Catechism today of connecting uh, our bodies being receiving new grace and being created anew, but something more glorious, and the Eucharist, which is uh, but a simple creation of bread that is infused with the grace of God and becomes something even more glorious, even though it appears to be pretty similar, if not the exact same. And so with with the body. We will look like ourselves. We're going to recognize each other uh, at the resurrection you know, um, and all of those things. So we have this kind of beautiful gift, but it also should lead us to a recognition of from where that gift comes, which is only through Christ. It is only through him that we're risen um, on, on this last day. It's only because of what Christ has offered out to us that we're able to say that. And it's only because of our t- participation in his body. His body, that is the church. Those aren't, those aren't disconnected realities, but rather, um, rather they are. It is a perfect union. You know, we always refer to uh, the real presence as the Eucharist, and and the, oftentimes you'll hear the church referred to as the mystical body of Christ. It's telling actually to know that a thousand years ago, if you were to use those two uh, terms, real presence and mystical presence, you would actually have it backwards. That the mystical presence would be the Eucharist, and the real presence would be the church doesn't mean anything. (laughs) It doesn't mean that one of us was, you know, that we're wrong either now or then. What it means is what is the emphasis? What is being shown? It's that just as the Eucharist reveals something greater and is very much the body of Christ, so we are as members of the church just as real the presence of the body of Christ. And if that's true, if all that we teach about the resurrection is true, it demands a certain exterior action. And that exterior action is great respect for the body Starting with our own, but also pointed outwards to our neighbors, to our family, and especially to those who are suffering, to those who are most easy to take advantage of, the most vulnerable in our society. That's why uh, the church stands at the forefront often of pro-life issues, both for the unborn and for those at the end of life, is because our great respect for the body says that we need to take care of those who cannot take care of themselves, that we are not, uh, you know, individualistic we are by nature communitarian we're by nature needing uh as persons we need someone else and so we have a connection to one another that is stronger than just emotional but it is truly what we would say ontological there's a connection that is built into us and is natural to us that we have to because of our belief in the resurrection and the great dignity it points to in our bodies we have to take care of one another it's not a nice extra or for those who, who maybe sh- some, some people should, but for each one of us we're called to this belief in the resurrection and therefore to respect the great dignity of each and every human person.